Good morning, people. Welcome to a very special episode of Natty News Daily. As you can see behind James and I, it's very dark out because we got up very early to do this with Mr. AJ Morris. Um, but it's for a very, very good cause. AJ is two days out from the, the first show of the season. Very, very excited to see this man on stage. I personally have been following the prep very closely. I know a lot of people have as well through Instagram, through YouTube and stuff. Been uh, been very much invested in the process with uh, with AJ. So uh, let's give you the floor, man. Uh, how are you feeling? You know, you're two days out. It's, you know, a very, very big show for you. I know you've put a lot of stock in this prep. You're, you're very invested in, uh, you know, the physique you're bringing. You're hiding it. You wouldn't even share it with me <laughs> privately on the Natty News page. Not going to lie. I was really gutted by that. But that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, I, uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for getting up so early and, and bringing me on this. I, I massively appreciate it. And like, dude, everything that you're doing for the sport is phenomenal. Like, we all appreciate it. And there's nothing, there's nothing out there quite like this. So I'm more than happy to, to spend some time with you guys in terms of how I'm feeling. So we just sort of had a little bit of a chat off air about where I'm at, but I've never been so relaxed going into a show. Never been so relaxed going into a show. Even when I competed in 2017, where I knew I was really confident with what I was bringing, I was still a little on edge because I hadn't at that point achieved a level of success that I had in my head of myself. I'd never really like won a, won a big title. So I had that sort of weight and pressure of, am I actually a good bodybuilder or not? Like, am, I, am I actually any good at this? For sure. You know, I'd won a few regional shows and things like that, but I had, you know, role models, inspirations and people that I was following. I wanted to be like Brian, you know, I wanted to be yeah, the like best. Sean. You know, I wanted to be the best, you know, I wanted to go to Worlds. I wanted to go to that WMBF trip in, in that time period um, when the UKFBA was affiliated with the WMBF. Um, and I wanted, I wanted to win that junior title. And, you know, I, I, I got that. And when I got that, you know, I think the spark was truly lit for me to be a good, a high-level competitive bodybuilder, you know. And, um, yeah, like last year was, was definitely just sort of a very, very difficult prep for me in a lot of ways um a lot of obstacles a lot of things that weren't done the way that i usually do things um and it was a le massive lesson learned massive lesson learned you know and I, I reflected harder for that i had multiple phone calls with people that i trust um those two people basically uh, are the only people that i've really shown my physique to this entire prep um and i just went off a lot of what they guided me to an extent. Um, I still think I definitely could have done things a lot, lot better. Um, but that's what you you always learn. You always learn. Like no prep is a failure. It's always a lesson learned. But even though I could have done things better in hindsight, I am so damn happy with what I'm bringing this weekend. Um, okay. I know that it's a a physique that I should be, I should be so proud of. Like. Even when I'm, even when I've got like horrendous prep brain, I look at my pictures and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of this look. I'm proud of what I'm going to put on stage. And it is just a representation of the way that I train. And that's the, that's the main reason Leroy, like why I've shared the training yep. is because what I want is when I put up some stage photos, I want people to look at the stage photos and then know exactly what took me to that look. Yep. And that's the training, Um, you know, and yes, it's, it's the, 
it's the brutal days of dieting as well. It's, 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 it's digging far, far deeper mentally and physically than I had to dig in last year. Like last year's prep was basically a mini cut um, in comparison, genuinely. Um, this year's prep, the last six pounds was a place that not a lot of people really go to, to be honest um yeah because i've i've heard you whether i can't remember if it was on a, a post or something but you said you're like like 1500 and you have low days upon that too oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah you're pushing. Yeah, I'm talking 20k step days 20k step days with 1200 calories um for quite yeah, honestly quite honestly i think i think that is very good and i'll tell you why because i think right now there's kind of a phase that's anti that it's, it's anti digging that deep. It's anti doing that much expenditure. And as a result, obviously the look is sacrificed, right? Cause you're not getting, you know, those last six pounds, like you said. And I think for you and your position within the natural bodybuilding community, I think this is very valuable. And that's part of the reason why I'm glad we're doing this podcast. Because I think this is going to show people that a look requires a certain job to be done. And that job is what you're doing right now. And it's why your face is sunken in. It's why you're wearing a freaking toque and a hoodie (laughs) and you're exhausted and you're digging. But what well not not right now like that's put that into context two days out i'm actually i'm actually all right you're fair you've not been i've not been on that thing in a while and i've been eating a lot of carbs um much better but yeah yeah. but but anyway i would i would say where uh, you're going i would say historically too though aj just from you know my observations it seems like you had always been someone who had kept your not necessarily in prep but in, in general high high intake of calories so to hear yeah. how low you're able to go or how low you're forcing yourself to go in this prep. I think again, for the listeners is huge. Cause I mean, yeah. you're not, you're not letting your ego get in the way and say, Oh, got to keep, you know, got to keep this in, got to do this, got to do that. Yeah. You're doing everything you need to do to be successful, regardless of what it looks like on paper. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is one of the things that I did wrong. Right. So the amount of weight loss that I had to actually put myself through this year in the time frame that I did, it was not a sensible idea but I did it. Not many people can lose the amount. I put it this way. I've lost 50 pounds in 24 weeks and I've retained pretty much pound for pound strength across the board, pound for pound strength across the board. I've lost strength, of course, but relative performance has stayed very high. And so is execution. The difference in the ability for me to do that versus someone else, I'm a big believer that a lot of people would have copped out in so many of the sessions that I had to, I had to turn up and I had to do the work. Did I make it way harder for myself than I should have done this year? Absolutely. I had no business being as heavy as I did at the start. I should have been lighter. Um, did I gain a really good amount of strength? And a lot of like potential new tissue out of that big push up and out of the recovery phase, 100%. Did I miss a beat in that, in that six month push up? No. Yeah. You can ask Loz. I lived and breathed bodybuilding for that entire off season. None, no day was missed. It was just meticulous. But 
the thing is for us meticulous is not like meticulous it's just normal it's like we don't mm -hmm. i don't think about like getting up and doing my cardio and doing my abs and stretching and doing my posing i don't even think about it it's totally robotic you could like i could tell you where i am in my house doing what i need to do at the exact time that i'm doing it every day yep. and we go to bed at the same time every day we wake up at the same time every day we eat meals together at the same time every day and loz has also done that throughout her entire off season and that's why she's made the progress that she's making too like i appreciate that not everyone can do it to that level but Mm -hmm. when you create an environment like i have with my, you know my coaching business and my schedule and my routine like you can set up a pretty productive environment to basically live as close to a pro bodybuilder as you possibly can be without being a pro bodybuilder that just lifts off contracts yep. you know so so that's that's really what a product of the results are this year um would it be different the next prep would i be dieting on higher food and probably not as much expenditure potentially because i with less body weight to lose and with a smarter start point i think it would inevitably end up with a much smarter prep i think it would it would end up looking like a lot more like ben's prep this year and uh, ben obviously came on the podcast and talked about how he kept his calories higher than the past and how he's not chased that extra five pound the thing is um like me and ben are very close ben is basically one of the two people that I've had in my corner this year, both Ben and Lee. And um, just to like big up Ben a little bit, because he picked up me, I heard that. <laughs> but Ben looks absolutely out of this world. Ben like looks the, insane. The, 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 five, the five pound that he's heavier than he was at the 2018 WMF Worlds when he weighed in at 159. That's just all muscle. Yeah. That's all muscle. So his way of prepping has been absolutely tremendous starting leaner keeping his calories higher i mean do not get me wrong he feels like sh rubbish rubbish he feels like rubbish i know he feels like rubbish but he also does you know, 20 25 keps k steps a day does not stop moving he does not stop moving like he's he's an in-person personal trainer he is not yeah. someone that like me who sits on my ass all day and has to create movement or create a deficit through food it's very different scenarios there. So I want people to be very much aware that your individual set start point, your job, your natural activity level, all of these things massively influence your dieting set points and, and calories and all of this digging phases. What someone might be digging on as like 12 or 1500 calories might look horrible and horrendous, might look like they're suffering. Other people might be suffering on 2,500 or, or even higher calories than that. And arguably the best result is whatever you can achieve, you can withstand mentally, but also what can yield the most gym performance. And I've proved that I can hold my gym performance eating a bikini diet. And Ben's proved that he can hold his performance and hold a lot more muscle than he did in the past by eating a little bit more, but he's still moving a lot. So comparatively, we're both in stage condition um ben's ben's like i mean ben looks like he's in stage condition when he's 10 weeks out because his glutes are like all the way cross-rated into his yeah. into his anus before he's like even getting a quad striation from the front <laughs> so uh you know when i'm out here digging like for the last little pound off my ass i'm like fuck you ben like how do you get that straight away yeah. um but that's yeah. also a product of 
muscle density, you know, like Ben talks about it, you know, like my glutes are only going to get harder as I get older. You know, when I get into my early thirties and late thirties, which is why late thirties is when I plan to be basically ticking off all the biggest goals I've got in natural bodybuilding. Um, that's when I really think I'll be at my absolute prime, you know, like Brian Whitaker won WMBF worlds overall, at, I believe age 39. Um, and you know, it took him multiple, multiple years doing that. And if you look at his glute condition over the years, that was not as a product of necessarily pushing harder or harder. He was always in stage condition. They just got more separated and more detailed because of his muscle density Look at Brett Freeman, another great example. 2017, his glutes were absolutely in. They were in, they were boxed off. But in 2019, they were all the way diced to the socks, partially because of more muscle density, um, but also because of, you know, he did dig a little bit deeper, that, that prep for sure. Um, but I think muscle dense, time in the gym, time in the gym is the biggest thing. Like mm -hmm. the longer you spend training, the more crazy you can get the look so like my look this year i believe is basically 2017 like nutty kind of conditioning with just bags more muscle density so it like there's some poses which look somehow looked good on me when i was like low 140s as a junior and now they look like much much better because they've just got that bit more volume and roundness yeah. to them like mm -hmm. and that's because i stayed so much stronger as well so if there's any take home there it's just like if you want to be denser on stage you want to be more conditioned on stage yes you absolutely have to diet your ass off but you also have to be a strong strong person in the dude in the, in the dude in the gym and uh and you have to stay strong your entire diet for as long as you can long as you can and that that takes a lot of minerals up there it really does you'll uh you'll get those glutes in when you throw the barbell squat back in too i believe so mate honestly i do i do, I do believe so i mean i think you know me and ben have talked about this so much my my quad development definitely has 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 taken a, a good step forwards by by um by by getting as strong as i did on hacks and staying yeah, really strong your hack, um the fullness to the legs this year is, 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 is pretty good with the, the separation that I've also managed to get into them. Um, but I do think I will have a thicker look from the waist down from the back yeah. when back squats are in a little bit more and I get even stronger at like things like RDLs. I'm happy with how my hamstrings and glutes look from the side. Um, but from the back, I think it's, it's so common in natural bodybuilders just to lose that, like when you get everything in from the back, you kind of lose a bit of like roundness and fullness to the rear double bicep and the rear lat spread from the waist down, just because it's hard to have enough total mass there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, my glutes are definitely better than they were when they were last in anywhere near this kind of shape. So um, they've definitely held, like they still look like I've got a, a, a booty, basically put it that way. <laughs> not just like I, not just like one of those you know like when people have like shredded glutes but they're just like tiny and they just yeah. like it's like yes like yes you've got shredded glutes but you just also got no glute muscle left <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it doesn't look right but yeah i would say that whole last chunk of conversation is critical i think if we like clipped everything out that in itself is huge for a lot of our listeners 
just listening to the timeline that you're putting yourself on. You know, so many people look at mesocycle to mesocycle or maybe year to year if they've been competing for a little bit. But I mean, like all three of us have competed for years now. You guys probably a little bit longer than me, but like we're, we, and especially you, AJ, are, you know, you're looking decades ahead. It's not just what's happening next year. You said it yourself, you know, mid thirties, late thirties, that's when you want to peak. So yeah. it's, it's such a huge timeline that these people need to be concerned with. Uh, so don't, you know, don't rush your training. Don't rush your off seasons. You have to spend time in the gym to grow as a natural, but it's not, you know, what am I going to look like next year? Or what am I going to look like the year after that? It's, if you truly want to be the best, look at what the, what age the best are right now. And that's exactly right. Mid thirties. Yep. You, have to, you have to discount a few of the genetic outliers, but mm -hmm. the guys mostly at the top um, and even beating some of the genetic outliers are the guys that, you know, are in their sort of mid to late thirties and have just spent years and years and years in the gym. And that's the look that I aspire to, to be honest, like that's the look that I, I want in the future is, is to be, uh, you know, that kind of like, you know, Brian Whitaker, Dave K, Ben Howard, level of muscularity with crazy condition. And you only have to look at the way all of these guys train and they all train in the same kind of manner. Yep. You know, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not hard. It's not hard to work out guys. It's really not hard to work out. <laughs> the more, the more you think about, the more you overthink about all these like minor variables that are at play at the moment that, you know, are becoming you know such great, levels of resources within within the the bodybuilding scene you know with fatigue management and you know smarter exercise selection uh, yeah great but you know like there's going to be there's going to be people that are probably have probably got elbows and knees and lower backs that hurt in their mid to late 30s because they've done the basics and the hard stuff and there's going to be people with amazing knees no shoulder pain no elbow pain but I can tell you which is going to have the best physique. I'm going to tell you who's going to win. And it's not going to be the guys with the perfect elbows, the perfect knees. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. Like bottom line, it's just a completely different look. So stay healthy hundred percent, but like, please just like do not neglect doing the hard basic training because it makes a massive, massive difference to the look. Well, for how much pain I'm in on a daily basis, I should be looking good in the next 10 years. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I mean, that's not an advertisement to go and get hurt. Yeah, yeah that, that, there was some yeah. sarcasm there if anybody's yeah, listening. It's just but, like, but the point he's making, I do agree with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think me, me and Ben very much agree with that one as well. It's like, you know, the more, the more sim simplified the, the training and, you know, just, just train, just train, you know, train really, really hard. Yep. Um, and it's even, it cross transfers so heavily, even into the, like the, you know, the top tier Olympians. The only oh, thing sure. that they have to start to think about is like when that that they just have to start thinking a little bit more about longevity in some some aspects because they're literally like they're they're paid to do what they do, yep. so they might have to start about train like they might have to start training in a slightly higher volume threshold as they get sort of more experience. But the baseline level that all of these guys' tissue is is predicated around getting very very strong and um and just progressing year to year and, and taking bodybuilding as seriously as you can take it you know that's something that i think that if i i wish i'd been told earlier in my career like bodybuilding like your results in bodybuilding are literally a direct correlation to how much dedication you give to it that's it that's literally it 
Are you missing meals? Are you going to bed at the right time? Are you waking up at the right time? Are you managing your stress? Are you managing your day? You know, are you doing everything within your power to make yourself the best bodybuilder you can be? And if if there's gaps, if there's little pieces of your jigsaw puzzle that you're missing, you're missing. There's always going to be someone that will be doing those things that will end up potentially beating you. And yep. when you're stepping on stage and you're welcoming the idea of being judged against another physique, you've really, really got to. If you want to win, you truly want to win. You got to go to bed at night knowing that you're the one that's doing all those little things. Way to put and it. that's why I feel really relaxed at the moment and so why I'm still getting moderately good sleep is because <laughs> I can go to bed knowing that there's no one else doing everything, 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 everything. Um, or there's a very few few that can do that because, um, you know, like I said earlier, there's not actually that many environments in which we can be truly bodybuilders. And that's understandable <laughs> in the amateur ranks, at least. For sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. I know you're, uh, you're pressed for time. So we'll kind of close this out, let you get on with your day. So, um, I guess maybe one word to describe this prep compared to last year is redemption. You know, you're, you're coming back with a much better physique. Yeah. Um, clearly, clearly a much better mindset. So, you know, close us out, man, your, your closing thoughts going into the show. Obviously you mentioned you're relaxed, you're confident. Um, is there anything else you, you want to kind of touch base on before we go? No, not massively. Just, just thank you very much for the platform that you're giving us as athletes. I, I, I massively appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's like mindset wise, I've done everything I can, but I'm coming for a British title. That's absolutely what I'm coming for. I want that British title. And when I'm on stage, I'm going to make sure that everyone knows that, that I want that more than anyone else. So uh, that's, that's my goal on Saturday. And uh, yeah. Almost time to show him. Let's do it. Is there a live stream or anything that you know about? Uh, unfortunately not. No, because Lee wants as many bums in seats. Good. Which is important. So yep. if you are in the UK and you're based anywhere near Leicester, please go and grab a ticket. If there's any available that are left and come and watch. And if you can't, if you're like Leroy and that's a little bit of a track. Or... <laughs> I don't know if I could make that uh, ride. <laughs> It's pushing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, uh, then there is a website where you can like buy back the footage, okay. but that won't be a live stream. And I'm sure that plenty of people will probably be putting on an Instagram and things like that. So, um, <laughs> you'll get to see some pictures at some point. Good. Good. All right, man. Well, again, thank you very much. I'm sure the people enjoyed it. Um, for those listening, obviously give AJ a follow, show him some support heading into the show this weekend. I'm sure most of you are already following him, but if not, please give him a follow and show him some love. And thank you again, man. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. I'll let you get back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up now. We got to get the day uh, going. Yeah. I got to start posing. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you guys in the next one.